Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. This is John Valheis, senior writer for BadgerBlitz.com. Joined once again by John McNamara, publisher of BadgerBlitz.com. We're going to dive right into things for this week's episode as the Badgers prepare to uh, take on the Northwestern Wildcats in uh, in Evanston at Ryan Field this upcoming Saturday. Um, the uh, We're recording this on uh, th- early Thursday evening, uh, and so the... Uh, the the word in the afternoon, kind of late breaking news, and uh, the uh, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel has since uh, confirmed that uh, Wisconsin quarterback Alex Hornibrook is at least in the uh, in the uh, concussion protocol at the moment. For a, it's unclear as to uh, when Hornibrook would have suffered this uh, this injury, whether it was something that's lingering from the Illinois game or something that happened at practice. But at the very least, it seems like. As we're talking about this on Thursday night, that there's a chance that Jack Cohn will be uh, Wisconsin's starting quarterback if Alex Hornerbrook is unable to go for this week. Uh, so I guess let's dive right into it. Uh, John, what do, you, what do you think this means for for the Badgers and their uh, their chances in the Northwestern game? In, in a game that you know we were talking about this um, you know, before we started recording, this is uh, this could be a pretty pivotal game in the Big Ten West. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, the first thing that crossed my mind when, when I read this report uh, was that, you know, maybe Wisconsin's most vocal uh, group of fans is, is going to get exactly, you know, their wish. You know, everyone that said, you know, how terrible Alex Horingbrook is and how much I can't wait to see Jack Cohn and, you know, Graham Mertz is going to start from the second he, he steps in Madison. You know, this, this will be their weekend. And, you know, um, it's going to be interesting to see how how Cohn responds. You know, I think uh, obviously, you know, fans should be excited about Jack Cohn. He was a big four star uh, prospect out of New York, and he had some big time offers, uh, you know, from Michigan, Nebraska, and you know, Wisconsin did a great job in his recruitment to uh, uh, to kind of lock lock him up early, and you know, they got him on campus early. So, you know, I think he should have a pretty good feel of the playbook. You know, we talked about that right before we got on the air. How much you know, he'll actually, you know, be allowed to do and, you know, what Paul Chris will, will kind of dial up for him. But, um, you know, I, I think, I think fans should be excited about seeing him, but, at, you know, at this point um, he's going to be thrown to the fire against Northwestern. Like you talked about, John, you know, this, this game could go a very long way in determining uh, who comes out of, you know, the big 10 West to face, uh, you know, whoever comes out of the, uh, the other side of the conference, you know, Ohio state or Penn state or Michigan, uh, so it, you know, it's a, it's it's a pretty uh, a pretty significant uh, time in the season for an injury like this to happen. Yeah, I and I guess I'll be curious to see you know kind of like what you're talking about, like how how Cone responds because he's played in a couple games. He played uh, as the uh, the legitimate you know backup um, to uh, Alex Hornibrook last season as a, as a true freshman. They they did not redshirt him. They got him a couple games. We got him into a couple games. He's completed five passes, uh, and so it's not like this is going to be his first game action. But you know, if it ends up that uh, you know Jack Cohn will uh, play for the Badgers this week, um, the the big challenge that I'm curious to see how he responds to is you know just what does Northwestern's defense kind of throw at him if he is under center? Just and you know how does he how does he respond to it and what what is he allowed to do with, with the playbook? I mean Northwestern's defense is is a pretty legit group. I mean it's probably the uh, the third you know best unit that the Badgers will have seen behind Michigan and uh, and Iowa. Now I think they're they're a good step or two behind Michigan and Iowa, but they're certainly 
you know, much better than, you know, the, the likes of uh, Illinois or um, Nebraska or any of the, uh, the non-conference teams, except with the, you know, kind of exception of BYU in terms of uh, how, how those defenses um, get after quarterbacks. And Northwestern is a very talented, um, you know, pair of uh, defensive linemen that have done a good job of uh, getting after quarterbacks so far this year. And so it's not like, you know, you're, uh, I, I guess in, in one sense, I think this, is probably a better scenario for Jack Cohn to um, at least have a couple days worth of preparation, you know, going into, going into this game rather than, you know, being thrown into the fire without getting a whole lot of practice reps in, in the lead up to the game, you know, say if an injury happened during the middle of the game. And so at the very least, I think the Badgers will have had time to kind of figure out what they can, what they can do and, you know, what, uh, what kind of throws they're going to ask uh, Jack Cohn to make. And, you know, certainly, He's a talented guy. I mean, like we've we've seen him in uh, in camp, and I was particularly impressed with him um, in in the fall. I thought that you know now that he you know back then in, in August he had been on campus for uh, you know a year and a half after enrolling early uh, the previous spring, and it, it did look like he was a little bit more comfortable, uh, kind of uh, taking some shots down the field. And he certainly has. It seems like he has the arm to make a lot of these throws. Plus. Um, you know, some um, probably more mobility than you would expect for, you know, kind of a Wisconsin quarterback. I mean, he did, uh, was, he was a, he was a big uh, lacrosse player. Um, right. Yeah. He school. actually, I think he, he committed to maybe Notre Dame to play lacrosse very early in his recruitment. Then he kind of exploded as a, as a quarterback prospect, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. So, cer- I mean, certainly he's a guy who can, you know, kind of move around a little bit. I wouldn't be surprised if, if say, you know, Jack Cohn uh, does, you know, play in this game. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see maybe the Badgers get him on um, some rollout passes, kind of move him out of the pocket, uh, get him on, get him on the run a little bit. Uh, not, not only to, you know, try and neutralize the, uh, Northwestern pass rush, but to maybe take advantage of that a little bit. I mean, he's not uh, he's not Shea Patterson or, or Adrian Martinez or anything like the Badgers have seen this year. But he's certainly, I think, a little bit more mobile than than Alex Hornerbrook is. Um, so I'll be curious to see just what Wisconsin's offense looks like if it is Jack Cohn that's under center this week. Yeah, and you know, you mentioned two things. I think one thing, uh, John, that you said was that you know he's it's it's not like Hornerbrook goes down in the middle of the first quarter and and, and Jack Cohn is thrown in. I think. You know, having that week of preparation is pretty huge because you know he's obviously taken all the first team reps. I mean, you would assume if if this injury is yeah. is legit and Hornbrook is not going to play, uh, that he was taking those first team reps. He's preparing. They're they're installing the playbook and you know they're they're tweaking the the playbook to uh, to kind of fit what he does well. And you know, obviously, Paul Christ and John Budmeyer know that better than anyone. Um, you know, what, what will Northwestern throw at him? You, you would imagine that, you know, obviously they, they stack the box and, and try to give him as much pressure as possible. Uh, how he handles it is kind of remains to be seen. You mentioned he's played in some games, but, you know, he really hasn't taken a meaningful college snap. Right. Um, so, you know, it's, it's kind of tough to uh, duplicate that in practice, the speed of the game and, um, and, and all that goes into that. So, um, you also talked about, you know, he's he's probably a bit more mobile than than Alex Hornerbrook, but I think just about everyone is is a bit more <laughs> mobile than than Alex Hornerbrook. So um, I don't know if yeah. I would include me in that group. I, I think <laughs> Alex is a little bit more mobile than somebody like me. But yeah, yeah, you know, that's been kind of a knock on him too. Is that you know he maybe holds the ball too long because he think he can make some plays with his feet. Yeah, um, but you know, it, it's not. You know, we're not going to see Russell Wilson on Saturday. Where you know, right. 
Cohen's moving all throughout the pocket, making plays with his feet. He, I, I think he is more athletic, but you know, there's a lot more question marks than there are answers right now. We, we, we've had a chance to see him in practice. Um, you know, people have talked about maybe he has a quicker release than Alex Hornerbrook. He's got a big arm, um, but I think the experience is just the biggest thing there. Um, like I said, you know, you would expect Northwestern to stack the box, um, which would, you know, give you a lot of one-on-one matchups at, at receiver and potentially tight end. You know, yeah. does he look a lot for Jake Ferguson this week? You know, who do, you know, you don't know, really know who he has a connection with, uh, who he feels comfortable with, you know, what he is comfortable with in terms of the playbook. So, uh, a lot of those questions you would assume uh, you have a better idea of after uh, he gets his shot against Northwestern. Yeah, and I want to um, to kind of backtrack a little bit. I mean, we, we talked about how um, you know Jack Hahn has not played uh, so far this season. I mean, this is this is why Jack Cohn has not played this season. I mean, I know people were, you know, especially after the Michigan game, people were you know howling to you know have the Badgers put him in or to to make some change at quarterback. Um, but the reason they didn't play him is because they want, I mean, like they, I think the, the coaching staff kind of knows what they have with him. I mean, for to an, to an extent, I mean, he hasn't, like we've been talking about, he hasn't, you know, played, you know, uh, when the result of a game uh, is, uh, is still in doubt, but there was no point in, you know, putting Jack Cohn, you know, you're really your true backup quarterback into, you know, the end of the Michigan game or, you know, into those non-conference games where he's just going to take a couple of snaps when you might need him for an injury situation like this. And so now he has, you know, the Badgers are obviously, tr- they, they would like to redshirt him uh, the season to kind of prefer, you know, preserve or make a gap between um, Alex Hornerbrook and uh, Jack Cohn in terms of just from an eligibility standpoint. But now he has four games to play and still preserve that red shirt. Um, and you know, the if he had you know been thrown into a game, you know, in the non-conference season, or if they had pulled Hornerbrook uh, to try and spark the offense uh, against Michigan, I mean, you just don't have as much room to work with and and still make that red shirt happen. So I mean, this is you know kind of the case in point of why you know the the coaching staff was not going to you know, make a change at quarterback unless they, they felt like they, they really had to, or, you know, get to, to get to the point. I mean, this is, it doesn't, I, I don't think that, you know, the, it was a, a, would have been a good idea for them to, you know, waste one of those four games, you know, and just in the off chance that something like this comes up. Right. Yeah. That's huge. Um, you know, the other thing I've seen, and I'm going to put you on the spot. What if, you know, what if Jack Cohen blows everyone out of the water? (laughs) And he's he's just phenomenal on Saturday. He leads Wisconsin to to an easy road victory against Northwestern. What what does Wisconsin do the following week, assuming Hornerbrook is healthy and ready to go? I I don't know. I don't think I could tell you that. I mean, I think my gut um, says. Well, I don't think that, it's going to happen. Sorry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we're dealing we're dealing in hypotheticals. Um, right. I I think my I think my gut says that Hornerbrook would you know, get his, would get the spot back. Um, I mean, just from an, ex- from an experience standpoint and, you know, it, it, he's, it's not like he hasn't had moments this season where, you know, he's played really well and, you know, been kind of the reason why uh, the Badgers won some of their games. And so I think that, I mean, he, I, in all likelihood, unless, you know, he, unless Jack Cohn looked like he really was the second coming of, you know, Russell Wilson, uh, I think, uh, I think Hornerbrook would get that spot back. But, you know, like you said, it's a, it's a hypothetical. Yeah, I would agree with that. And I, 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 I still think, and I still strongly believe that, you know, Alex Hornerbrook gives you the best chance to win games when, when he's healthy. And, yeah. and I know that 
there, there is a pocket of fans that, that disagree with that. And, um, that's why I, I mean, I'm just, I'm real excited to see Jack Cohen to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, I um, am too. Just, you know, just and I, again, like I said before, I think fans fans should be excited to see Jack Cohn. He was like, you know, like we talked about, he was he was a big time get for them, and um, you know they they wanted to preserve his red shirt this year, and they're, they're still able to do that. So you know, you'll you'll get a taste of what he can do, and um, you know, I don't think anything beyond this week is is guaranteed for him. Uh, you know, you would assume Hornerbrook is is able to come back if he passes. You know, concussion protocol. You know, maybe he's even available on Saturday if, if you needed him. So right. um, I, I'm excited to see Jack Cohen and what he can do on Saturday. And I think that the uh, mm-hmm. the interesting part is that the this is coming at a week where the the Badgers are facing a team that is one of three other teams in the Big Ten West that only have one loss in conference play. And so, I mean, you don't want to – I'm sure that the it's not like the coaching staff is you know going to go make this game bigger than it has to be for uh, for Jack Cohn or the offense or whoever is going to be out there. But, I mean, this is a, this is a kind of a crucial game, kind of like what we've been talking about. I mean, the, the – the Wildcats are, you know, four and three overall, but they're four and one in the Big Ten. I mean, certainly, uh, and they still have a shot at, uh, you know, winning the Big Ten West. As does Iowa, and as does Purdue. I mean, we just saw Purdue, you know, really uh, kind of boat race Ohio State uh, at home uh, last weekend. And so there's, there's a lot that has has yet to be decided in this division. And you know, with uh, Wisconsin's earlier loss to uh, to Michigan, and then obviously the loss to. Uh, to BYU doesn't count for conference reasons, but uh, I mean, there's there's just not a lot of room for error for the Badgers if they want to make it back to uh, to Indianapolis. And so, really, you know, they have to kind of do whatever they can to make sure that they leave Evanston with another win. And I think part of that is because you know you look kind of at their schedule that's that's remaining. Obviously, you know, the team is going to stay focused on the Wildcats, but I think it's okay for us to take a little uh, you know deeper look at their schedule. The the two remaining road games is you know one to Penn State. Penn State has looked vulnerable at times, but Penn State's also looked you know uh, very explosive on offense. And then obviously you have that road trip to Purdue, where you know we saw what happened when Ohio State uh, went into West Lafayette this year. And so you know, really, I don't think the Badgers can afford to drop you know another conference game to a Big Ten West team if they want to um, you know win that division and go, go back to Indianapolis. Right, and yeah, at the start of the season, I I think I said you could you could bet the farm that Wisconsin makes it back to to Indianapolis because you, know, you probably felt better about Wisconsin before the start of the season. I think we've seen some of the uh, the things that uh, you know are, are I guess are wrong with the team or, or things that need to be corrected or weaknesses that we that we didn't anticipate would be so significant at the, at the start of the season. Um, but like you know, you said you know Purdue, you know. When is going to Purdue been been a you know a big game or a difficult challenge? You have to go back yeah. to uh, you know when they had Drew Brees, uh, Penn <laughs> State. I mean that's that's looking like a difficult game. Uh, you know you knew that was going to be a difficult game going in. I mean obviously you, you feel pretty good against you know Rutgers, which is coming up after Northwestern. You know Minnesota. Yeah, it's obviously a, a rivalry game, but you, know, you, you feel good about you know Minnesota, but. Uh, you know, Northwestern, Penn State, and Purdue, you know, those are games you feel like it probably go either way, uh, especially if a team like Purdue stays hot. You know, they're just so so fast on offense. You would you'd imagine that Wisconsin would have trouble with that and, uh, you know, the offense that, that they're running, they're under Brown. Yeah, and the uh, 
I, I remember, you know, uh, looking at Wisconsin's schedule and in, in kind of the, the run up to the season. And, you know, one of the reasons that I think um, it, it was a, there was a legitimate reason to be a little bit more pessimistic about the season, despite kind of the, the preseason offensive hype and, and all that is that they're really the games that look like their five toughest were all on the road because they had, mm -hmm. you know, the five row games in conference this year. And so, you know, really in an, in an ideal world, you know, you're not going to expect that, you know, to expect to get your five, you know, uh, toughest games at home where you'd have, you know, some kind of home field advantage, but you certainly don't go into a season thinking that, you know, your five toughest games are all going to be road trips. And, you know, the dropping the, the BYU game was certainly kind of a, um, you know, uh, the team has kind of called it a wake-up call, and I think it showed you know, some of the, the weaknesses of, of the team in general. And then, you know, you drop that game at Michigan, uh, which really wasn't uh, wasn't very close at all. Um, I mean, you really – it's just – it's uh, it's left the Badgers in a, in a position where I, I think that they could still make it back to Indianapolis if they, if they lose to Penn State um, on the road. But, you know, I just – I can't imagine um, a, a loss to Northwestern or to Purdue on the road um, and also seeing them go back there. I mean, it, this is just kind of the, the flip side of, you know, they had a, a, a schedule last year that really kind of played into their hands. And now it, it just looks like a, you know, their last five games, um, you know, it looks like, you know, it's kind of flipped that a little bit. Yeah. And they're just not healthy, you know, Dixon and, and I'll leave a song of polar out, or I guess, or, I'm sorry, questionable, yeah, questionable. For, for Northwestern. You know, Harold, Laudermilk, and Nelson are out for Northwestern. I just – and you always get a weird feeling about going down to Evanston. You know, it's just yeah. – those are always, you know, difficult games for Wisconsin. Uh, you know, I think – you know, the offensive line is playing well, and I think if, if they're able to run the ball, which which they, you, you'd think they should be, but again, so. you know, with, with Cone back there – you can put eight guys in the box and just say, "Hey, look, if you're going to beat us, you know, go ahead and beat us. We're gonna we're gonna stop your your run attack." So I, you know, I don't know. It, you know, it. Clayton Thorson, he's a veteran quarterback. I don't think he's as, he's as mobile as he was in years past after a few injuries. But again, you know, it's going to be a tough test on the secondary. And you know, for a team that doesn't get to the quarterback that well from the front seven, it's putting a lot of pressure uh, on a pretty young group, especially if Dixon's not able to go. Yeah, I'll. Uh, this is it, this is a very. Uh, it's hard for, it's hard for like in the season to kind of like re-examine and you know it, sometimes you you look at games in, in the run up to a season you look at them you you map them out you're like this game is the hinge game and for me those two were the the Michigan and the the Penn State just because you know, in the run up you know you thought that Wisconsin's offense would be just a little bit a little bit more explosive and that you know maybe the um, obviously you don't uh, look at a season and assume that, you know, the, the defense is going to have to play without, you know, four or five um, kind of key starters for a significant stretch, kind of like what the Badgers have had to do um, this season. But, you know, you kind of assume that, you know, maybe they, they, they would drop off a little bit, but, you know, if, it, if it's not quite as much as people thought, then, you know, you look at the, the Michigan games, the Penn State games, it's like, you know, maybe you win one of those two and then, you know, you're still, you know, in contention for the, uh, for a playoff if you make the, uh, if you make the, um, the title game. But now, I mean, just looking at it, it really does seem like this, this Northwestern game, um, a win or a loss really could uh, kind of change, you know, how the rest of the, the season um, plays out. And so, yeah, I'll be, 
I'll be curious to see if if um, Dakota Dixon can play. I mean, like I think uh, both he and uh, Songapolu are going to be you know game time decisions. Um, but uh, and I think uh, Dixon is probably uh, both guys really are probably guys where you know, you don't um, they probably don't need a ton of practice time to uh, to get you know to the point where you would trust you know playing them in a game. Uh, but still. At the at, at the very least, you you want to see them be able to do something during the week. I don't know that the Badgers have uh, have been able to see that so far. Right. So you've been close the last couple of weeks of like I have. Yeah. No, I've been on a bit of a hot streak. So I'm I'm curious. Are um, you gonna Are you gonna give us a score today? Are you gonna wait for uh, the all out blitz? Gosh, I I don't know that I can give a score today. I think I'll wait for yeah the, for the uh, our our um, game day piece that will run on Saturday morning. I, it, I I will say in the run up to the week, I um, I think I went with like a, a ten point win for Wisconsin, but that was you know when we thought that you know Alex Hornibrook, you know we we didn't think that he would had a chance of, of missing this game or anything like that. So that that might have been the score that I gave to our friends over at the uh, the, the Northwestern Wildcat or the uh, Northwestern. Rival site was a thirty-one twenty-one Wisconsin win, so I might have to email him back and uh, see if he can change that for me. But uh, <laughs> I think I, my my gut is that I I still feel like the I, I was going to say I still feel like Wisconsin's offense uh, you know will have enough juice in it to uh, to you know put some points on the board. And Northwestern's offense has really you know struggled this year as they kind of they they, they lost a uh, their their projected starting running back to a career ending uh, a career ending injury uh, it was some kind of uh, i think a neck problem that he had to deal with um, and so they've really had to lean much more on their passing game and so in a, in an ordinary circumstance you would look at that and look at you know where their offense ranks in terms of some advanced statistics and say that you know, the badgers should be able to uh, to you know, put up some points and keep them off the board. But yeah, with, with the injury situation, I don't know. It's uh, it's hard to say. And so I don't think I can go with the score prediction here, um, but I, I'll come up with something for the, the pre-snap read. I don't know. I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Do you think you can make a, a score prediction or, you know, is, is there just too much unknowns right oh, now? Oh yeah. I don't, I don't mind being wrong. I have no problem. <laughs> I, I guess I will say that like, you know, this isn't where if you know Texas Tech, I don't even know who Texas Tech's quarterback is, but you know a team that throws the ball sixty-five times a game. Yeah. You know, if, if their starting quarterback goes down, you feel like, oh, well, you know, we really gotta make some adjustments, or we really gotta scramble here. You know, I, I don't, I don't think a whole lot changes. You know, maybe the the playbook tightens up just a bit. Um, and you know, I, I don't want to like you know insult Alex Hornibrook and say, well, you know, there's not going to be really any difference because you know Jack yeah. knows this or that. I, I just think that not a whole lot is going to change. Uh, you know, if Hornibrook is 100% healthy going in, they're still going to look to pound Jonathan Taylor and, and pound Taiwan right. Deal and and probably give it to Alec Ingold on on the goal line or on yeah. you know fourth and one. I, I don't think a whole lot changes there. You know, so I, 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 again, you you feel better probably if Hornerbrook was was your starting quarterback. I don't think that can be argued. But I, again, I don't think a whole lot changes. I, I think the offensive line is playing better. You know, this week Joe Rudolph talked about. You know, David Edwards was. You know, I think he had a shoulder issue for the first handful of games, and you know he's starting yeah. to get healthy. I, I think that you know if Wisconsin can do what it wanted to do, regardless of who's 
taking the snaps, you know, they they can come out on top against Northwestern. So that's that's kind of what I'm leaning. I think Taylor and Deal have big games, and I think Wisconsin comes out on top. I, I think it's something like 28 to 21. I'll go 28 to 21, Wisconsin. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I guess I'll check it out and see if I can, um, you know, try and preserve my my streak of getting uh, pretty close to the score here. And maybe I'll sleep on it and put it in uh, when I'm finishing things up uh, for our our previews on Friday. So, but I I, I don't think I would. Uh, I, I think I'm going to pick Wisconsin to win either way. I, I just I don't I'm undecided about a margin right now. So I think we're at least on the same page there. I'm okay with that. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us here on this uh, this week's edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. Uh, once again, I want to thank you uh, for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Please make sure you check out uh, our, our uh, pregame uh, content. We'll have plenty of things up, uh, including the, the All Blitz, which will have uh, some uh, grades from Pro Football Focus, uh, looking at the projected starters for uh, both offense and defense for both teams. And obviously, we'll have our three keys to the game up on Saturday morning as well. So once again, thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next week.